idea of selling 1 million EVs in 2023 is one of the safer predictions out there. Clean energy is getting a boost in 2023. Dan Garino with Inside Climate News wrote about that and several other big energy trends to watch this year. Hey Dan, welcome back to ClimateCast. Good to be back. Let's start with politics and policy. Democrats now have control of the governor's office and both chambers of the legislature here in Minnesota. And I notice that's happening in Maryland, Michigan, and Massachusetts. What does it mean for those states? So when you look back over the last decade plus, um, one of the leading predictors of when a state is about to adopt uh, comprehensive climate and or clean energy legislation is when Democrats achieve this trifecta, where they have the governor's office and they have both houses of the state legislature. Um, And there are several examples of states where that happened and significant legislation passed in the very next session. Sometimes it takes a couple sessions. So when you see that flip happen in those four states, those immediately became states that I'm keeping a really close eye on. So there's also the Inflation Reduction Act, $370 billion worth of tax credits and incentives. How will that get rolled out? Federal administrative agencies that uh, have the responsibility for writing rules on how tax credits work and how various incentives for you know, setting up uh, manufacturing businesses in the U.S. Uh, and qualifying for tax credits. They need to finalize how this is actually going to work. And that's happening right now. Another thing is Congress. They will ultimately have to approve appropriations to fulfill some of the things that are in that are in this law. Uh, and one of the things we're going to watch this year is just how does that work? It's certainly possible that the now Republican-controlled U.S. House, you know, will just try to change the parameters of some of these programs, or will try to shift the way that some of these programs work. But with a Democrat in the White House and a Democrat-controlled Senate. I suspect that won't go very far, but it will be the subject of some back and forth. Dan, I'm seeing predictions, too, of 1 million EVs potentially sold in the U.S. this year. Do you think we'll get there? And what kind of trends are you watching with the EV economy? The idea of selling 1 million EVs in 2023 is one of the safer predictions out there. A bunch of EVs are going to be more available in 2023 than they were in 2022. Also, there's about 30 new models coming out. And some of these are really high profile models like the Chevy Silverado, which is one of the top selling vehicles in the country in the gasoline version. And it's part of this fascinating kind of almost this arms race between the the major pickup brands, Ford, Chevy, and the Ram brand. The net effect of all this is I expect EV sales to go up they don't have to go up that much even to hit that million. Hitting a million is, uh, I, I would say that's one you could take to the bank. Dan, what do you think will happen with offshore wind? We've heard a lot about that. What's the outlook for 2023? This really high profile project, Vineyard Wind 1, off of uh, Massachusetts, it's behind schedule. And it's behind schedule partly because the Trump administration era um, Department of Interior took a really long time in terms of uh, approving its permit. And that project should be far enough along in construction in 2023 that it will either be generating electricity by the end of the year or really close to it. And seeing those turbines out there 
that's a really concrete sign that offshore wind is here Um, because there's been so much money invested in this, but it's been this thing that's always seemed just out of reach. And once offshore wind uh, on the East Coast becomes a significant contributor to the electricity grid, and then following behind, you know, it might be another decade or so, but you start to see offshore wind on the West Coast, it just changes that whole picture of what our different, different sources of electricity are and how we can make a transition to clean energy. Dan Garino from Inside Climate News, thanks so much for sharing your insight with us on ClimateCast today. Great, thank you. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutner.